Who is Spider-Man? He's a criminal, that's who he is. A vigilante, a public menace. Menace? The Avengers. That's what we call ourselves, sort of like a team. Earth's mightiest heroes type thing. Yes, I've met them. You ready for another bout? What, you getting sleepy? Guys, I'm bringing the party to you. What is up, podcast people and soundtrack geniuses around the world? You're listening to The Soundcast, the official podcast of tracksounds.com. I'm your host, Christopher Coleman, and on The Soundcast, we talk all things film music, TV music, video game music, superhero music, uh, dramatic music, um, all the music. Composer gossip. (laughs) Composer gossip. We talk all the musics here and this is a bonus edition of the soundcast where we're going to be talking about some recent superhero rumbly bumblies that have been all over the internet if you don't know rumbly bumblies are just google it and i have no idea what, what i don't want to google that chris I don't. <laughs> just don't sue us if you do <laughs> i take no responsibility for what you'll find um, but i will launch... no longer rated pg-13 <laughs> i will launch rumblybumblies.com very soon Rumbly bumbly bee, don't sting me please. You're so close, I hear you breathe. I see your little hairy knees. Shoo, buzz off and let me be. Bumbly bee. <laughs> um, on the line with me today is uh, our intrepid crew from around the world, Edmund Meinertz in, where are you? You're in the EU somewhere. In, in Berlin. So welcome, yep. Edmund. Uh, Marius Maslar in Canada. How are you, Marius? I'm good. Awesome. And Richard Buxton in the UK. How are you, Richard? I'm pretty good. Thank you. Awesome. And we have a new poison joining the crew this, uh, this evening. Uh, also in the UK, uh, another contributor to Track Sounds, the site, uh, our own Stephen Sherritt. Stephen, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Thanks for inviting me absolutely blasted to have you on uh for this special edition so what we're going to be talking about is um all of the recent superhero rumbly bumblies that have been going on in the last week or so uh so we wanted to record a quick bonus edition of that so we can just have a nice fun discussion and share some thoughts on what's been going on in the marvel marvel cinematic universe and even the dc cinematic universe which is something we don't talk about very much So guys, uh, this week there's been, or at least in the last week, uh, there's been some interesting announcements, quotes. Uh, I just want to get your reaction to them. Um, first of all, we had uh, Mr. Hans Zimmer. Uh, I think he was interviewed by, I don't know if it was Variety or whom, uh, right around the Oscars, about his score for 
the upcoming Batman vs. Superman, he kind of laid down that, hey, I'm going to be writing some little themes for that introduce Aquaman and Wonder Woman. Uh, obviously, there's going to be some representation of Superman and Batman. I presume they will be the themes that we've already heard, although I guess that's not guaranteed. Just what do you guys think? What did it make you, what was your reaction when you heard about that were you kind of excited about it? it seemed like there was a lot of buzz still is some buzz about it on the internet um what'd you guys think i kind of like the idea like i mean it, um i mean on the one hand we have marvel which has next to no thematic continuity and then dc is clearly going uh you know at pains to to, to take an alternate approach yeah but I'm not overly thrilled that it's Hunt Simmer of all people doing the themes. Why? Uh, well, Is that partially, I'm just partially I'm concerned that it means every single one of the DC movies will go to Junkie XL or something. <laughs> yeah, it could be. <laughs> well, Junkie, you know, Junkie XL or Lauren Balfe or just one of you know one of the one of the sus one of the usual suspects. Yeah, and I think that's that would be unimaginative. I think Lauren Bauer's a pretty good theme uh, writer. I, well, he wouldn't be writing the theme. He'd be working with it. He'd basically be doing what he always has done on Hans Zimmer. Oh, Sports. I see. Hans Zimmer writes the theme, and he and then one of those guys yeah. just take it. I got you. I don't know. I mean, Zimmer is very good with themes. He admittedly hasn't done many um, in recent years, but some of that, I think, is down to the projects. I, I'm, not, I, I'm not willing to be skeptical yet, mm-hmm. Um uh, and I think, especially with this kind of scenario, it would be forefront in his mind as well that everything not sound samey because I mean, why bother? Yeah. Um, there's there there has to be consistency because they have to tie together. But at the same time, I would think he he would want to make sure that those themes are distinctive enough that whoever is actually in charge of you know taking that theme and and working with it for the film has the ability to to have their own individual voice. Um, come through so I yeah, I don't know I look forward to it I'm not like tremendously excited by the yeah. news just because but that's that's got more to do with my exhaustion <laughs> at these superhero right. films than than anything else so yeah it's tentatively cool, cool. yeah yeah I, I mean I do like the idea that potentially one person is coming up with the main thematic ideas you know and there's some cohesion there just as Edmund pointed out there's almost none of that in um, in Marvel's universe. So that part, I you know, it's interesting. Um, whether that tone, if it's the same tone across all of the films and thing, you know, and scores, I don't know. Uh, you know how much, how interesting that'll be. Um, I don't know what else, Richard or Stephen. What do you guys think? I mean, I'm uh, quite excited about um, Hans Zimmer doing the scores, but because uh, you could certainly do a lot worse. But I must admit, I'm not overly looking forward to the film itself. Yeah, me either. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but I want a good score out of it. If it's not going to be a great film, at least give me a good score. Absolutely. Yeah. The Jupiter Ascending motto. <laughs> <laughs> and Richard, you were going to say something. Uh, yeah, I like the idea of the continuity. Um, but I prefer it if it was different composers using using the theme. Uh, sorry, different composers writing the theme, and then they would be used in, say, Justice League. Yeah, that probably. So exactly what they haven't done in Marvel. Right, <laughs> right. And if it was if it was ten years ago or fifteen years ago, then I'd be much more excited about 
similar doing the themes and then perhaps remote control people doing the individual movies. Yeah. So, I mean, you have John Power or Harry Gregson Williams. Oh, I see. Because of the so person now. Much, much higher quality back then. Gotcha. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I mean, just in, yeah. just for the fact that it would have, if we if it was done ten or fifteen years ago, say pre Marvel Cinematic Universe, I think we'd we'd be a, we'd be totally excited for Batman vs Superman and anything that had to do with it. Uh, yeah, we'd absolutely. Be losing our mind over it, you know. <laughs> well, uh, there was some other news, like the next day that uh, seemed to get people buzzing and to Marius's chagrin it's um from the super world of cinematic superheroes and uh Danny Elfman's name pops up as additional music on Avengers Age of Ultron uh that I found a lot more compelling myself and uh was much more interested to to talk about with folks um uh what did you think about that one Richard um, well, I, I don't know in capacity what capacity it's going to be, but um, I guess people are thinking it's going to be a Spider-Man cameo. Mm-hmm. But I I like the theme he wrote for the Sp- um, Spider-Man movies, but uh, honestly, I prefer it if, if it was the James Horner theme myself. Um, yeah. Maybe they're bringing back his music for Hulk. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> I think I'm the only person that liked that movie. <laughs> I think you are. <laughs> you didn't like the other, you didn't like the um, Louis Leterrier one. No, not so much. Oh, I, really? I really like the score for that one. That. I, yeah, I enjoyed that film. I really did. I, I was kind of sad that they kind of. It's kind of like the stepchild of all the whole MCU. It's like they really don't like to we'll reference. Forget, yeah, it. everyone forgets that one exists. Yeah. Yeah. So. Is that is that the consensus thought that hey, in some way, shape, or form, you know, this this represents Spider Man's involvement? Well, I, well, that would it kind of imply that they're bringing back Tobey Maguire's Spider Man, which is weird. I don't know. Would they do that? I mean, if he has a mask on or something, does it matter who's inside? I guess, but then if 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 you know if they start playing the the Elfman Spider Man music, it's gonna, it's gonna be like what? I mean, we haven't heard that in such in such a long time, and there's a concurrent other Spider Man running in theaters kind of right now. But that's I mean, I guess that one's dead though, and no one recognizes the, that Spider Man music outside of film score people. Well, outside yeah, not, of film not score many. people, who who recognizes the original? Who recognizes? I think it might have a little more iconic value. Think uh, so? I think a little. I mean, it has more than this most recent iteration. I mean, one you've got two different composers doing, so there's not much consistency. Um, at least you had three films by this. Well, two films and a half. Um, two and a half yeah. by the same composer. You know what I mean? I think it has some more. I'll just say more. If, any, if people are going to recognize one or the other, they're going well, to recognize those, so. first, those films have opening titles, and the best way to get a score recognized is to put an, put an over, give your movie an opening title. Mm, it's true. Makes so, sense. I think... Well, so I, at the I, beginning of the... Uh, sorry, you go. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think I don't think people would necessarily... Like, if you ask them, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the Spider-Man theme, maybe like, what? But then if you played it for them, they'd be like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it's recognizable, if not remembered. Did you have any thoughts, Stephen, on that? Well, we haven't heard a Danny Elfman superhero theme for quite a long time, so yeah, quite excited about it. Mm -hmm. 
Do you think it's Spider-Man? I suppose it's got to be on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would seem odd elsewise. Like why? You know, but yeah, here, I, I mean, if it was, if there were just, if it was just like a rescue job, kind of like ironically, you know, whatever Chris Young and John Debney and whatnot did on Spider-Man two and three. Mm-hmm. It, it seems odd that they would get someone of Elfman's stature. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I don't know. See, I'm not so. I mean, first of all, I don't care so much whether it's Spider-Man or not, but I'm, I don't know that it's necessarily that because he's also done some really good interesting superhero music like i'm thinking of the hellboy 2 score now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and so they i I don't think it's beyond possibility that they're bringing him on just as uh, you know just for his expertise and not necessarily because they want him to revisit any thematic material just because they they would like some of that voice to be in there so i i don't know Hmm. I wonder, how about this? What if they're just, maybe Brian Tyler or whomever is using it, Don't do they have to credit them as additional music if he uses that theme somewhere? That depends on their agreements and everything, but it, it's it entirely possible that that's, yeah. that's what's happening. I'm yeah. fairly oh, sure that Elfman stuff. tweeted that he was actually doing work on the film, though. So who? What? Say that again? I'm pretty sure that Elfman tweeted at one point that he's doing work Elfman's on the on film. Elfman's on Twitter? Well, someone told me that he did. I don't know. I heard. I think he's on Twitter. I, I don't. If he does, I've been in the dark. I don't. But in any case, I, I, don't, I, I, I heard this secondhand, so I don't okay. know that he was actually doing work on it. That he said that he said he was actually doing work on okay. a big movie. This is this was a while ago. Hmm. Okay. Well, all right. to like to like to like quote unquote save. I think is the word that he, that, that, I, that I heard was used. Really. So, yeah. So if, if that's well, I mean, there's no I, way I, he would I have mean, tweeted that. <laughs> yeah, he yes, probably wouldn't no have casually hell. thrown that out. That wouldn't. Yeah, I, 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 whoever, whoever told me this, I can't even remember where I read this. That would have been they like the most retweeted tweet ever by a composer, yeah, <laughs> and we yeah. would have seen it. <laughs> no big deal, guys. Just saving a big film. <laughs> You'll find out later. It, it is on the poster, though, as Richard said. His name is on the poster. Um, so it's additional it's, music by right. It's not. Yeah. Exactly. It's not music by Brian Tyler and Danny Elfman. It's no. Brian Tyler additional by Danny just, Elfman. Yeah. So, yeah, I hadn't really considered that. Well, maybe it's they just have to credit him because he's quoting his theme or something. Because um, then they do that with... But they usually the do poster. that with themes by. Yeah, if it's just like one, though. Um, like, how do they handle the Alan Silvestri one when... Um, Henry Jackman did Captain America. I don't think it. Sh- I don't think it said on the poster additional music by Alan Silvestri, or does or did it? No, but, well, because Silvestri didn't actually do work; it was just tracked in. Right. So probably, at some point in the credits, it was probably like originals. But no, no, yeah, it. that it's in the credits. But that was my theory: was that they're just quoting as opposed to, uh, or, or well, they actually used Captain America music from the first the mm-hmm. first Avenger, whereas if. Brian Tyler uses his theme. I guess it wouldn't be in the on the poster. I wouldn't think. Yeah, I mean, what was like? What was the situation with like John Debney on Predators? Was it like themes by Sylvester and music by Debney or? I don't know. I don't it's remember that time. poster. That's a, a long. It's a long, it's a long time, time ago. But I'm just trying to think yeah. of situations. I think so Debney got the full credit, and it just said in the credits at the end to okay. Sylvester. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, now I'm wondering whether it's maybe it's like a kind of kind of like army of darkness situation where he got brought in to write maybe like two or three cues just for a certain scene. Maybe it, it just seems so odd that, that they, 
I mean, for marketing purposes, it makes a heck of a lot of sense. I mean, it gets people talking about it. it you know, the, I mean, film score people anyway. And well, even even movie people, I've, I've heard people talking about that specifically, who people who are not, quote unquote, soundtrack people. Um, so it's gotten attention. Um, but it wasn't like it wasn't like a big announcement, was it? It was just I, I somehow I just heard about it through a tweet. Someone just suddenly noticed that the poster said Elfman. Is that all it was? And there I was think no release solid. or anything. Yeah, I don't. I that's how I, I heard about it. Announced. Yeah, that's how yeah. I it was just. It is just Twitter. And I was like, oh, and then you know, seemed to be everywhere. And then I saw it on the post. I'm like, okay. Um, so it's interesting. It, to me, it's almost. It seems very unlikely that they just brought him on just cause, um, because he's a good composer. It, you know, it seems. It's just to be too, so coincidental that you know Sony makes this deal with Marvel, and now you've got the guy who who who, who I guess composed the most memorable Spider-Man theme, you know, comp- uh, yeah. of the two that are out there or three. Um, so yeah, but see. again, keep in mind it's not it's not only it's not like Hollywood's a meritocracy or anything like that. So the simple fact that they made that deal, part of it might have been that yeah. the additional composer must be. Could be, yeah. Danny, like it's 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 really hard for us from the outside to to try and decipher what's going on. Oh, sure. But I think it's uh, I think it would be, um, or maybe I should say it this way: I'm I would be more interested if rather than just putting his name on there because of the Spider-Man material, they actually just decided to bring him on for some extra flavoring. Yeah, that to me that's a that's a very bold move i mean has brian tyler ever shared the spotlight with anyone um you know it seems like that's well, not on some of deal. his like on some of his like really minor tv projects yeah he, has... he writes the theme and then other guys yeah. write the score but not i mean this is the friggin' avengers guys you know it's <laughs> it was constantine and... across models yeah, that's a long time ago too. Early <laughs> career, you know. This is freaking. If there was one movie aside from Star Wars that you're gonna score this year, this is the one you want your name on by itself. You know. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, we can't know what's going on in the business world, but it's fun to speculate because oh, yeah, yeah. it seems to mean it means something. We're gonna hear some Danny Elfman music in one one way, shape, or form, and that was completely out of left field for me. I just was like, what? Um just way out of left field so it, it really kind of um, threw me for a little loop for a while. Then lastly, just today, I think it was announced that, um, and this is probably the least interesting of the three, uh, John Ottman's returning for another X-Men film, uh, X-Men Apocalypse. I don't think anyone thought anything different would ever happen. Yeah, surprise, surprise. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was announced today. I mean, <laughs> is it a relief or is it just kind of like, yep, that's what we expected? Well, don't fix what ain't broke, right? I mean... He, he, yeah, but job. is it? <laughs> <laughs> is it broke? Um, if it's if it's more of what we heard in Days of Future Past, then no thanks. I mean, we get his we'll get his theme, of course. Um, yeah, it was like bookended with John Ottman, and in the middle was Hans Zimmer or something, uh, a little bit. That's more or less what the score was. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but what an opportunity to do something for Apocalypse. Um, you know, he he deserves a pretty phenomenal villainous theme. Um, sure. So I look forward to see what he does with that. Um, after listening to Kingsman, I mean, I just, man, I just wish that tone could have been continued in the X-Men franchise. I really like what um, <coughs> Jackman and Mark, Mark Jason have done for, for Kingsman. And I think it, if it, it gives it a different, it, if it wasn't X-Men still, it would give it a kind of a different flavor. Um, just quickly, if you guys had any thoughts on that, we'll, we'll, we'll finish up. Yeah, it's, it's, it's unsurprising. I, I'm not, I don't have any thoughts of it. If it's, if it, if it's good, great if it's not i wouldn't be too surprised either hmm. i think it kind of depends on what brian singer puts on the temp track <laughs> honestly <laughs> some interstellar maybe might be in there but organs <laughs> that would be an organ uh, organ fronted theme for apocalypse that'd be pretty crazy well we do have I, philip glass on a score coming up this that's summer, true so which i get some organ driven superheroes is he on he's not on uh, fantastic four Oh, yeah. Marco Beltram. That should be interesting. If for no other reason, that part of it might be interesting. Uh, although the trailer was not horrible. I don't know if you guys saw that. That the Fantastic. I haven't seen it yet. No. It's not horrible. I mean, it's you know I expected a disaster. It's not horrible. It takes I, itself very seriously, doesn't it? it? It does. But it's quite good for it. Yeah. I can yeah. I can really easily imagine that movie tanking hard. I could. You know, and I just don't think there's interest. The best bits in the trailer, but I was surprised. I just don't think there's going to be interest in it. Um, I think there'll be some. I mean, this is—is is it August release or something? I think it's a fairly late. It's either very early or very late summer release, which that's that's going to be a tough order for for them this year. But trailer is not terrible. Um, so I'll give him credit for that. But now, I mean, when yeah, that score it should be really, really interesting. I have to say, or at least a brief portion of it will be interesting, and then we'll hear it over and over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that could be the case. <laughs> it is. It is actually. I'm. I am excited about that. I'm just making a minimalism joke, but it's. <laughs> no, it's it should be. It should be uh, uh, fun, especially because both of those um, composers have their own quite unique voices. I think. Um, and and Marco Beltrami has been growing on me a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I feel like it used to be that his work was always fairly anonymous yeah. to me. It just didn't really leave much of an impression. But um, geez, what was the one this year that that was like hunt something hunting hunty? Homesman. Uh, oh, yeah, that's the one. The homesman. Yeah. That's the one. That was a nice score. That was a very interesting it score. Was, yeah, it's definitely experimental. Um, yeah, yeah, it wasn't. But not alienating. Me, so. It alienated me. I mean, I listened to it once and it was kind of like, okay, you know. Uh, it's not something I would continue to listen to over and over again. I, I, I haven't found myself listening to the whole thing much, but I think the main thing is really good. 
I haven't seen the film yet, and so I, I want to watch it and, and go from there. Um, okay, so, yeah, any other thoughts on any of these superhero uh, announcements, quotes, anything that's going on in that world? It seems, I mean, that's all we're getting these days, so <laughs> we're yeah. going to have to talk about them until they stop making money. We'll, we'll have to talk about them. Well, if they announce the score to the next Batman movie, it's going to be a collaboration between Max Steiner and Trevor Rabin. I won't be surprised. Yeah, uh, especially the Max Steiner part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, we if they if anyone does any da- anything daring, I'll give them credit for it. Like this Philip Glass Beltrami collaboration. Um, exactly. Just for that, it's worth you know looking yeah. forward to. It's it's unconventional. It's definitely not your standard you know, scoring decisions. So it's yeah. someone yeah. in there has a creative spark. So that's good. <laughs> I'm surprised it got approved. I really am. Exactly. Um, yeah. This is like, what you want to do what with who, you know, I could just see that discussion happening. So, and even, but looking at the trailer, you know, the trailers cut to some, you know, some trailer music, typical stuff. So it, the vibe, I just can't imagine the vibe of those two composers and how that's going to lay against a superhero film. I, I'm wondering if they're going for like a wannabe Watchmen vibe. Oh, I hope not. Let's not do that. Let's not go there. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't want that. <laughs> I really don't. I really, really don't. Um, all right. Well, I think that'll wrap up this bonus edition of the Soundcast where we talk about recent superhero score, rumors, quotations, and speculations. Um, of course, you can... Follow us at Track Sounds uh, in very many ways. Uh, our email is scoreman. No, that's my email. Uh, soundcast at tracksounds.com or on Twitter. So you can hit us up at Twitter. We're also on uh, YouTube, Facebook, Google Plus. Easily just put Track Sounds in there and you'll find us. So, uh, Stephen, how can people find and follow you? Uh, the best place to reach me is probably on uh, Google Plus. Uh, so it's Stephen Sharrett, spelled S-H-A-R-R-A-T-T. Awesome. Richard Buxton, how can people find you, follow you? On Twitter, at MonkeyPartnerMan. Marius, how can people find and follow you? Twitter is great for me as well. I'm just at Mostly Marius. All right. Have you found the rest of them? No, not yet. Still searching. <laughs> okay. And Edmund, how can people find and follow you? At Edmund Leonard's on Twitter would probably be the easiest place. All right, very good. And um, so let us know what you think about these upcoming superhero score announcements, news, rumors, and everything else. Um, And until our next episode, we want to say, may the notes be with you. Rumbly bumbly bee, don't sting me, please. You're so close, I hear.